Is Canada really in the second wave? The Prime Minister is warning Canadians to brace for the worst as cases of COVID continue to soar in the four largest provinces. All this is Ontario has just changed its testing criteria in an effort to reduce the massive wait times at testing and lower the demand there. Should people have uh, the right to COVID peace of mind by getting a test even if they aren't showing any symptoms? We all thought being asymptomatic was a problem. And why didn't the much-anticipated speech in the throne outline more specifics on all that. Let's bring back the scrum. Joyce Napier from CTV is back. Steph Levitz from the Canadian Press is back. And our special guest this round is CTV infectious disease specialist, Dr. Abdu Sharkawi, who joins us from Toronto General Hospital. First of all, uh, great to have everyone back. And, and Doc, always a pleasure. Your, your work and, and your information on this has been absolutely critical. Wrap testing, testing, testing. You know, we're talking politics all morning. Testing is the big issue. Uh, rapid testing, provincial support, the provinces say they're going to get it done. Canadians are frustrated. Can you give us an update? What has been the holdup to get rapid testing to so many Canadians? And, and why do we have these long lines? Yeah, it's understandable. The level of frustration and the, the level of uh, you know, insecurity and uncertainty across the country is palpable. You know, I think what this really boils down to is the fact that historically Health Canada is a very deliberate, very responsible, very methodical organization and that generally leads to good outcomes because they do their due diligence uh, they make sure that if something is going to be used on a wide scale across the country that it must be vetted in terms of its quality control and its safety parameters etc and we saw that there were blips earlier on with antibody tests and other things and there was an urge to get those out and rightfully Health Canada denied the use of these tests in Canada uh, on a broad scale. I, I think they're applying that same sort of level of diligence to ensure that they're doing the same thing here. The problem is we're really in a race against time and we really have to employ every single minute to, to ensure we're not uh, wasting any more time than is absolutely necessary to get these tests rolled out. Steph, Speech of the Throne talked about it. Every day the Prime Minister's out there talking about it. How do they have any chance of getting the economy back and all these billions we're spending if basic things like testing can't get done? How do you see this issue and how it's playing out politically? I think part of the polit political problem, such as it is, is that the government's going to lose the public's trust, and so are public health officials. Canadians were sold a line back in March saying, listen, shut this down and we are going to get ready. We know, we know, in March they were saying, Evan, we know that testing and contract tracing is essential. This is our way out of it. It has been, where are we now, six months, seven months? And this is the best they've got? And I understand when the Prime Minister or the Deputy Prime Minister might say, listen, we can't have any political interference into approving these tests. But you know what they can do? The Prime Minister gave all of his ministers and his government a mandate, be transparent. So if Health Canada wants to say, as Dr. Theresa Tam and others have said, listen, these are the reasons we're delaying, we don't have the data, be transparent. Tell Canadians what's going on. Show it. Show your work. Because there is absolutely no way that any of this economic recovery is going to happen if people can't get to work and can't get tested. And if the public health system and government doesn't step it up, people stop trusting them. And once they stop trusting them, they're going to stop listening to what public health says about wearing a mask and washing your hands, and we're going to have a way bigger problem on our hands. Yeah, Joyce. All crises have all sorts of tentacles to them, but sometimes one issue starts to define the response, and it's starting to look like the testing fiasco is the defining issue. How important is this? 
some of our allies, serious countries, already have a rapid test. Is there any way for us to rely on their research as well? These people have done research. We rely on these people, as the conservatives said, with our deepest secrets, all our intelligence secrets. Uh, these are allies uh, that we trust. So if we trust them with our intelligence secrets and with the future of our country, can we trust their research as well? So there's, I agree also with Steph, a little bit of transparency. Are you laughing at us? Are you telling us to go stand in line for nothing, for 10 hours, people with sick kids? It is appalling. It is scandalous. And, you know, it will become a festering political problem right. for all of them, all levels of government, municipal, uh, provincial, and federal, because they can't get their act together and they can't give Canadians what they need. Uh, Dr. Sharkawi, again, and their parents, like all of us, uh, we can't seem, parents are confused. Uh, you know, one province like B says, we're, BC says, you know what, we're going to take off. If you've got a runny nose, don't worry about that. You can still go to school. That's not an issue. Other provinces are different on that. When do you send your kids to school? If you're asymptomatic, we thought you're supposed to get a test because you're contagious. Now you don't get a test, but you isolate. Are we in the midst of a pandemic of misinformation? A little bit, you know, and that's problematic. And, you know, part of the problem is that there's been some inconsistencies over the last several months in terms of the timing and in terms of the actual message when it comes to things like masking, when it comes to what's an appropriate limit with respect to distancing or this whole idea of what's what's a bubble. You know, what's the difference between a bubble and a bubble bath in terms of who you're with and how many people and exactly how many engage within different social circles. So it's completely understandable that this is a bit overwhelming for a lot of people. It would be helpful if there was a national consistency uh, to things like masking across different levels of education in schools and different policies with respect to going to school or going to work. Uh, that's part of the problem right. here. And I think because we don't have rapid testing, we're trying to ration our resources appropriately to determine who needs it most. And unfortunately, that means a lot of people who are asymptomatic, who could potentially spread this, are not going to be tested right now. Yeah, Steph, I want to get at, the, the, look, it's a pandemic, but it's, it's fraught with politics. The premiers are out there saying, you know, they're blaming the federal government, Health Canada on the testing. Then they say just, we need more money for health care. They want $28 billion a year on top of what they already get in a health transfer. Um, so there's a lot of blame and there's a lot of, so how is this playing out in terms of how we're going to view healthcare and what is Justin, how does Justin Trudeau manage that right now with massive demands all over the place on the big file, which is healthcare? Well, I mean, let, let's go back to this idea that the doctor just advocated for, right, which was some kind of national standard. Maybe this is how we get that national standard. Maybe the prime minister goes to the premiers and says, listen, we've got to work together as a federation here. And I, I think we'll all recall that at different points over the course of the pandemic thus far, there's always been this line coming from public health that different jurisdictions will do things differently depending on the case counts in their region. And that's fair enough. I mean, when you talk to some of the MPs here, especially some of the rural MPs, and you ask them about testing, and they're like, there's no problem. Everyone, I don't have COVID in my riding, everything's fine. And so we do have to respect that there are pockets in the country that are that, that are, are are in flames right now but the virus itself knows no borders it doesn't respect riding boundaries and i really do think that it's a time for some kind of national leadership on this issue whether it comes from dr tam or the prime minister and get the premiers on side and say we will give you money for covid but we've got to work together because canadians are getting really frustrated
Uh, Joyce, last word on this. Well, you know, there's this little bothersome thing that's called the Constitution. Health is a provincial jurisdiction, and the federal government is withholding funds. That's, that's, that's a simple story. They came to Ottawa. They asked for more money. We know it used to be 50-50, uh, the financing. Now it's 22 only from the federal government. You want to blame anybody, blame, you know, the provinces on the dispensing of those tests. But, you know, the rest is the federal government. Give them the funds. They've asked for it. They've asked for it again and again. We're in a pandemic. Maybe now is a good time to say yes. That's a big ask. It's a big ask. All yes. right, guys, I, I, I got to leave it there. Dr. Sharkawi, thanks for your work on the front lines and your information. Steph and Joyce, thanks so much.